0: after the bell with your host laura if you like what you hear today please rate and review kindly this show is a series of conversations with educators and learners to try and deconstruct some of the stereotypes around education if you'd like to know more about me please visit my instagram page at @educating_laura. laura everyone so this episode I actually put a call out to you guys to send me through student voice snippets so answering the question I wish my teacher and then from there you could ask your students or children or whoever it was that you would like to offer a platform to to answer that statement or to fill in that statement so I wish my teacher knew I wish my teacher said taught did understood any way that they wish to answer that question and I have had a really amazing input from this community. So I've had teachers, I've also had aides, I've had parents submit me some responses and so you're going to hear both Student Voice and me reading out some of the responses that were submitted and I'd like to start by reading a couple to you. So one student wrote I wish teachers would understand that people have different ways of learning and try to cater or understand more. I wish they would take the time to teach us things when we don't understand because not all of us went to university and studied that specific subject and not all of us are natural geniuses. So you're obviously going to find things a little bit harder. Another response I got was I wish my teacher wouldn't randomly call on me in class. And also I wish my teacher knew that I hated working hard. I also wish my teacher was more clear with instructions and got straight to the point instead of talking about nothing for 45 minutes. Now, this one is one that I actually talk about in the episode with Kim Witty called Calculus Careers and Roadmap Ed. And it's the idea that students really are focused on assessments and what's being assessed rather than learning for learning's sake or for the love of learning. And this student says, I wish my teacher only gave me work that would be graded. And not force us to do full essays that don't go, go towards our score. So that definitely is something that the kids are aware of. And in a way, some kids, I think, or some students think that unless it's assessed, and unless it's going to go towards something in terms of a score, they don't see the point. And I think that that's our role as teachers to encourage the joy of learning somewhere or more because I do think that's lacking a little bit. Now I have some contributions from students aged between six and nine.
1: I hope my teacher has a wonderful term back at school. I think she's the best. I wish my teacher could help me better with my math goals. My, I wish my teacher could explain my goals a bit more clearly wish my teacher could choose me when i'm putting my hand up and also my teacher stresses me up so that makes me sad
0: so this last contribution obviously breaks my heart a little bit and i did get the context to his comment about being stressed out by his teacher and wanting to be selected and it all came from remote learning this particular boy was a very high achiever loved going to school read Harry Potter books in grade one really really loved to learn and throughout remote learning just lost the love of it and I think found the dynamic of being on a computer very challenging and I know that his mum was really hoping that when he got back into the classroom he would reinstate that joy of learning and I truly hope that that happened as well but it just goes to show how remote learning can affect students quite differently. Some of them enjoy the autonomy and some of them really lose the drive and motivation without their peers and their teacher around them. Now, these contributions were sent in by a support educator for students who have challenges in the classroom. And so they're really insightful. And I do have a bit of context behind each one. So first of all, He's from a 12-year-old boy and he says, I wish my teachers knew I was trying even though sometimes it looks like I'm goofing off. So this particular boy has been diagnosed with ADHD and gets a lot of labels around that and tries really hard to keep it together but does have a lot of challenges. And then a seven-year-old girl says, I wish teachers knew I liked school in the morning but I didn't like it in the afternoon and again she has some challenges in which she's medicated and her medication obviously wears off throughout the day and that creates a whole myriad of issues for her then there's a 17 year old girl i wish my teachers remembered when they were students this particular girl was diagnosed with autism a 12 year old boy says i wish teachers knew i'm going to be an artist and i don't need to know maths i hate math and the educator who sent this into me has written in brackets An amazing artist, like unreal, exclamation point. A 16-year-old girl says, I wish teachers would go away. And this girl is really struggling and trusts absolutely no one. An 11-year-old boy says, I wish teachers weren't so serious. And this boy loves humour but often uses it inappropriately. And so perhaps that modelling would be really important for him. Four-year-old girl says, I wish teachers could come to my house because she thinks teachers are her best friends.
2: I wish my teacher held me to really high expectations in the classroom and, you know, knew that I was capable of a lot and held me to that, handed me to do my homework and get ahead and, um, yeah, just know what was coming next and um, I think a lot of my teachers by the end of Year 12 just wanted to sort of be friends and not and be a cool teacher rather than um, hold me to the things that I, I could achieve and really push me to make sure those happened and, um Yeah, I think I I really could have done really well across lots of my subjects if um, more teachers were able to just expect a lot from their students.
0: So this one was sent in by a student who completed Year 12 last year in 2019. And I love that she says this because it's absolutely been my experience. I've mentored a number of teachers, both pre-service teachers and grad teachers. And I found that the students will meet you where your expectations are in the classroom and I've always had high expectations not unrealistic expectations and often I will have expectations that mirror a student's goals as well and I think that if you listen to my other episode about student reflections you'll hear that I especially in those senior years make it my business to know what they want to achieve and to hold them accountable to their own expectations and to achieve their own goals and I still remember mentoring a teacher who came in one time and said well you know this is the homework if you do it it is what it is I know that you don't really bother doing a lot of homework and I said at the end of that class you've just given them permission not to do it because you have no expectation that it will be done and you've pretty much wiped the slate clean for them and so I think you need to be really aware of the expectations you're setting and those flippant comments that you make can actually absolve students of having to do anything and yeah i think just being really aware of that is really important and i love that this student brings it up that she didn't want a cool teacher she wanted one to motivate her and to allow her to achieve her goals at the end of the day
3: i wish my teacher knew that everyone works at different paces and works differently My teachers should not only be there for peers when it comes to work, but focus more on the mental health side of things. I wish my teacher knew that the workload can become stressful and overwhelming, not only for me, but for my classmates. My teachers should understand that us students need a helping hand, not only with the workload, but with our mental health. Even though we just came out of remote learning, it can be a very scary and anxious time and we should have our teachers help and guidance with work and get us in the right mindset. I wish my teachers could understand that home life affects us all individually and affects our work ethic and mentality. It can be very demotivating and knowing you have a teacher you can go to with work can become very uplifting. Um, I wish my teacher
1: could knew that sometimes I have um problems with math and spelling, but I always find friends who help me and I also wish my teacher could knew that all kids are different. Some and some and some kids have situations at home or at school. And I also wish I also um, wish that my teacher could know that sometimes. Um, I need a little bit more help, but I don't want to come open because I'm scared that they're going to think that I don't pay attention. But next year, I'm going to try to pay more uh, attention and um, to ask more questions so I know what's about the subject. And I also wish that my teacher is also aware of my needs too, because and all the kids needs because everyone all the kids have needs like some kids get people being mean to them or they're having struggles in class
0: i put an instagram story out the other day asking for memorable moments in education and i got some great ones like remembering a math teacher that played footy at lunchtime or having a lead role in a school play or a particular trip that they really loved but I also got several around the idea of a teacher telling them to stop asking a question or to pay more attention or to figure it out or to not waste their time and obviously the messaging behind that is the idea that you need to figure it out or you can't ask and look I'm the first one to say as a teacher there's nothing more frustrating than a student coming up to me and saying I just don't get it. If you want to come and ask a question, have a question in which I can really support you rather than I don't get it. It's so vague. It's really hard to even work out where to start. So from a teacher's perspective, having the vague questions is certainly very challenging. But to assume a student isn't paying attention is probably unfair. To dismiss a student for taking up time and space, again, is something that doesn't seem right to me. And I think we need to encourage our students to feel safe, to ask the question and to need information reframed for them so that they can understand it in a way that makes sense for them. Not necessarily the way you want to explain it as a teacher, but in a way that gets to the student and they can relate to it. Now, the last thing I want to share with you is actually a bit of a treat. So this incredible teacher held a open conversation with students and they all contribute to the idea of I wish my teacher and you can hear the discussion in real time and it's obviously online so you can hear some typing in the background, you can hear some doors opening and shutting and it is a real live conversation so I apologize the audio at times isn't amazing but you can hear them talking and considering and questioning and you can hear the teacher trying to get to the crux of what all of them are trying to say and what they need and Before I hand it over to this last part of the episode I want to say that we've heard from around 20 plus voices in this episode which means that that's less than some people have in their classroom and you can hear how they want such different things and the one-size-fits-all model of education does not cater to every student it just doesn't you can just hear Already, from the 20 plus voices we're going to hear by the end of this episode, that your students have different needs, different values, different goals, different personal situations, and you do need to understand as a teacher that you are responsible for supporting the individual in your class.
4: So, so far, we have I wish my teacher spent more one on one time with me, I wish my teacher let me work Mm. in class rather than at home, I wish my teacher could explain things better by speaking slowly and I wish my teacher would check in with me individually more to check that I am up to date.
5: I wish my teacher understood my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Can you expand on that? I wish my teacher uh, understood where I'm trying to go in life, like what everything that I'm doing is working towards and that my education can be sort of tailored to me and my teacher can understand what I see less value in, more value. How could
2: they find out that information?
5: by asking me by having a conversation I love talking about that. so you could enjoy. say that you wish
4: your
6: teacher got to know you more on a personal basis or personal level
5: yeah I feel like uh, specifically I don't know I don't know how to summarize exactly what I want to say but getting to know on a personal level I don't mean just like the boring basic facts about mm-hmm. my life I mean like what I actually want. Yeah, some students might not like the though. Some students might want to keep it on a professional level with their teacher. Yeah. Yeah. That's I cool. think I think it's a, it's a real person to person thing. Yeah. Maybe like
2: Do you okay. think it depends
3: on the teacher haters? Yes it? definitely. Like, yeah. the teacher yeah. would read the room better. Yeah. Read the vibe. I guess so, I, I wish my vibe. teacher
5: understood my motivations.
2: Mm. So what can a teacher do to help you grow and feel like they have a personal connection with you, that's what you would like. How can they go about that? One on
3: one time. Yeah. Like speaking to each student in the classroom.
6: Maybe have extra patience with some individual students and learn to understand their way Or. Instead of just trying to teach them exactly the teacher's way.
3: I wish my teacher didn't tolerate the kids who were distracting others.
2: So you said
6: didn't tolerate? Yeah. Don't
2: okay. so you wish your teacher? I wish my teacher had classroom management under control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I wish my teacher
4: taught in tour like the same thing in two or more ways, so that if I didn't get the first one, I could learn the second.
2: Matt,
4: anything you can think of? Uh, I wish my teacher taught me
5: methods on how to study. Okay.
3: Yes. I do. Mm-hmm.
2: That seems like quite a common thing. Like, what, do you think year 9 there should be lessons that of how to study for things? I know. Or even yeah. <laughs> that would be very important. Seven. I think that's something we discussed for
4: tutorial
6: as well. Mm-hmm. I know some teachers are always like, I hope I don't have to repeat myself, but I'm thinking that sometimes maybe it's good if you repeat yourself just in case someone did miss something or if there was an important part of a note that you said, so maybe repeating something maybe once or twice, maybe if it's up to five times, okay, maybe that's a bit out there and you should be listening more, but maybe once or twice you could just inform, okay, so just so everyone's clear, we're going to be doing blah, 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 blah. Let, you can begin now if there's any questions.
5: Yeah, proceed. Oh, it's a stupid thing for teachers to so, say. Oh, I'm not repeating myself. Then don't complain when your students don't know what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it, so I feel better. <laughs> 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 That's
2: alright. A few of you have in my glasses. <laughs> How funny. Do you think it's good if a teacher then um, writes it on the board too? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
6: yes. um, yeah. Maybe not just write like what's happening. Maybe like. Actually, like, give the instruction. Like, what like, you have
3: to complete. Yeah. yeah. But also, what to do after that. Just maybe,
5: yeah. Yeah, very concise. Don't go on about what your dog did this morning. Just... <laughs> but also, <laughs> don't, just, keep it brief. also, don't just like write it down and say, okay, I want you to do this work. Go and do it. Yeah. Because then, you know, you can't
3: understand that and you're like, well, I don't know, like, where to start? Like, what do I do?
4: And after the lesson, like, yeah, conclude yeah. everything the yeah. teacher so that really everyone, boring. even if you missed out like a little bit, you can still. Game perspective on the conclusion.
3: So at the end of every lesson,
2: do a roundup sort of yeah. conclusion dessert, as yeah. they like to call it. Like right or
6: well, maybe like, like what should have been <laughs> finished or what should be finished by then. Well,
2: they or could, yeah. If we're learning
1: a new topic, they could do like a summary of what we learned and like the important dot points that we need to
3: remember. Mm. Yeah. That's also great. That's what it's um, also, when they like sign things the day off and they're like, well, it's due tonight, maybe. You know, if it's a small task that's understandable, but sometimes it's like it's you tonight, like I have something on tonight, I might not be able to do it if I didn't finish it in class. Mm-hmm. And you found that in remote learning
2: it seemed like that was quite a common thing yeah. that people felt like it was a everyone talk about uh, like it was a talk sort of fest the period and it was no, finished no this tonight with no time yeah. to yeah I feel like if it would be on the week
4: maybe. Sorry, Put tasks that are due on the weekend so that even if you're out like all weekend, you'll probably still be there for the next day. So yeah. Awesome. Ollie
2: is going
5: to say something. Yeah. yep, yep. Go for it, I've got i I've got to backtrack a bit to where I thought of the idea. We were talking about uh, teachers repeating stuff. Um, I think it's very good for a teacher to um, repeat a thing in multiple different ways for the different kind of learners that there are. So, Saying something, writing something and also giving uh, students a small assignment like examples to work out uh, to cement that knowledge because I'm a very, I have to do it to understand it kind of person. Other people are, I have to see it on a board to understand it. So a teacher repeating things in different ways can really help.
6: So do you mean like do it to believe it and like see it to believe it kind of perspective of students?
5: Yeah, so cater to all the different kinds of learning. The okay. sure. only no issue with this, we're making one of the criteria for teachers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you also don't want your explanation to go for the entire period. Yeah. I get mm-hmm. happening for me in my period. Yeah. At 2.20 at the bell, she said, okay, do these two sheets. That was a
1: good
2: Oh, What about teachers um, sharing personal information and giving examples from their life? Do you like that? Because often I'll hear, "Oh, I hope I have this teacher because they just talk the whole lesson," which sounds like (laughs) the opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So some people like it, some people don't. Mm.
3: But when it comes to like if they're assigning us work, you don't want them to talk because you need to do it during class because we have life outside of school. So. It's a times, exactly. yeah. I don't
5: care if they talk as long as they like it, as long as they don't give me work that I cannot complete in the time they've given me. Yeah,
3: or if they let us work while they talk, mm-hmm. that's much better. Cause I have a teacher who does not let us do anything while she's talking, and then she gives us questions in the last 10 minutes of class that we have to complete. Mm. Mm. And then that's her. Sometimes when they're talking too long, like I just zone out and forget everything they said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the exact same thing. (laughs) If they talk for too long, the last part I forget, and I don't, like I listen to the first part, and then I won't remember the rest. Maybe, like, the class at my decision bit.
6: Instead of going for a long time because some kids obviously will get bored if you're talking forever and then they might zone out like you said and just not really get all the information you're trying to give them.
3: Mm -hmm. Like like I wish they would ask us if we understand what they're talking about Mm -hmm. so then we if we all understand it and they keep going on and talking about it giving more examples like thanks but we We kind of got it.
2: (laughs) Do you wish your teacher gave you more ownership over what you learned and how you learned? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Mm. Anyone want to expand on that at all? I think that's what made me leave my favourite class, because we're allowed to take ownership of what we learned.
2: Okay, so do you wish there were classes that were more like that and that you could work in small groups or by yourself on things that you were passionate about? Yes, I really but
4: do. I also feel like the downside to that would be some people take advantage of that and not mm. do any work in the period.
2: Definitely. I'm um, a bit of a though. Most Sorry, do <laughs> so I try and yeah. get onto those, but yeah, it's true. It's it's then very
4: difficult. Yeah, and also teachers can't really see that because then they
5: um, the students that are misbehaving just act like they're not doing anything wrong. Right. Mm. Yeah. You could have a system where at the start of like a lesson, when the students are dictating their own thing, they write what they're going to do, show it to the teacher, and the teacher is okay with that, and like there's this is what the end goal is going to be. You've got to be showing me that by the end of the lesson. That could be a way of tracking that and making sure that uh, students are doing what they set out to do.
3: Smart. Yeah. Yeah. On what Jordan said, I feel like teachers, I get that some people really just sometimes you don't want to do anything on that day, but after school, there's not always going to be someone breathing down your neck trying to get something done. After that, it's really up to you to get everything done, no one else. Not cares, but it's not everyone. No one else's sole purpose to make sure that you're getting work done or things in on time. Yeah, I think yeah, doing something like that in school and being accountable for your own learning and making sure that you're getting it done more independently instead of because of the repercussions if you don't. Yeah,
2: that's a good. So you, skill to I learn wish my teacher life. helped me become more independent. Is that sort of yeah. yeah. If if I'm right, I'm trying to summarise sort of a little bit. In preparation for after school. And TAFE, uni, job, running my own business. That's sort of what you need. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I feel like math, for me, is easier because it's more set out. Mm -hmm. Like, in the textbook, there's exercises and you have to complete those exercises. But for English, they tell us what it is and then, they, and then you're supposed to do it. And there's only like a week where you can do that. But for math, it's a couple of weeks on different
5: exercises. And it's hard to tell when you're done with English. Like I could ramble yeah. on and on yeah. and add a bunch of <laughs> superfluous words to my essay. And I yeah. don't know when I'm like, is this enough? Have I done everything right? Uh, with math, it's like, oh, I got an answer. The answer's right. Great. Um, so teachers giving, I, I think teachers give enough guidance on that, but I just think, sorry, I was just talking. No, no, no. I
2: think, yeah, it, it, you're saying subjects, it differs Yes Yeah, And maybe yeah. the teaching style for different subjects Needs to be different as well
5: there, There's always going to be problems though Because everyone's a different person Everyone learns differently Everyone's at a different skill level So there's always going to be someone who goes well, I don't like the way this teacher is teaching mm. So it, it, I, I don't know what you meant to do Because there will always be someone complaining And what the teacher wants Is for the person to be complaining Is the quietest person
6: I was going to say maybe something that could help I'm not sure if it happens for everyone but some of my teachers have progress sheets which they have different levels as well so that we have one two three so if you're not really getting it you might want to be at a two if you just have no idea what's happening you've got one and that's when teachers know that if you're at stage one they know who they should be looking out for and if you're at stage three they like obviously keep an eye on you still but they can trust that you know what you're doing if you're still getting the work in
2: and so, did they hand a the progress sheet out at the beginning of
6: the lesson, and you've? Um, they have, have you given do it? my math teacher, like in specifics, has at the start of the year, or not the start of the year, the start of the semester, has gone like what's going to be happening in this amount of time period, and then once we finish all of that and stuff, and everyone has finished it all, then she'll give another one and stuff, and she has also got things on the side that if there's like a hashtag next to this number, it means like do every second question from this part, if you're at level one or something, and it could be look like someone at level one has question nine, but someone in level three also has question nine, but with a hashtag after it, which means the second question could be harder than question nine, and that's what she's done for all of us. Wow. So have you ever
2: felt like um, you've been given level one and you thought you were level three? Or you um, decide them, it's
6: she lets us choose, and if she thinks that we, if someone really smart has chosen level one and they're just constantly getting everything correct, she knows that they should be moving up. She says something. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's it. I, uh, I think
3: that um, a lot of math, math teachers thing. do that because I'm my sure math do teacher does that
6: as well, and it's yeah. as well. Yeah. Does it sound
0: very? It sounds successful. It is. It, it, yeah. I from
6: what I in my class, um, <laughs> everyone enjoys that they have the ownership of being able to choose what level they can be at and if they think that they can rise above they can go up and stuff and if even level three people if they think that's too easy she gives extra work and stuff that they complete that's harder as well.
1: Um, My math teacher does that as well and if we're past level three there's a whole heap of like worksheets that she's put on OneNote that we have to like complete during the week and then we email them to her so she knows that we've actually been doing work.
2: So you like that your teacher's giving you extension work?
1: Yeah, and yep.
2: options. Options, yeah. To know
1: where we're up to and what we need help with.
5: So you wish that was more consistent across the board? Have we got something about teachers helping uh, students with homework tactics? I think that might have been...
4: Good. Um, I think we had one about studying.
5: Right. Uh, how to do homework is... <laughs> she got yeah. That as well. So
6: I had. I wish my teacher to have taught more ways to study from home.
5: Yeah. Mm. That was
2: amazing. You can, I feel like we can finish... What a
0: great discussion. Thank you so much to everyone that contributed to this episode. Students, parents, teachers, aides, this episode would not have been possible without you. And if you like what you hear today, please share on social media, share to the people that would like it. Pre-service teachers, I think this is a really great one for you. And also just qualified teachers, it's a good reminder of what's going on in your classroom. And students, thank you for stepping up being on the platform and giving us so much insight into you and what you want and i'll be back in ears on monday bye